This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Bespoke Post and by Manscaped. Tom Hanks is almost certainly the most beloved actor alive today. We regret to inform you that Tom Hanks has been exposed. No, I'm kidding. He hasn't done anything wrong that we know of. That we know of. But not only is he a great actor who has won acclaim for roles both dramatic and comedic, but for a guy worth tens of millions of dollars, he also just seems like an all right dude who hasn't let fame and fortune turn him into an out-of-touch jackass. Mm -hmm. At a time when celebrities are constantly putting their foot in their mouth, Tom Hanks has managed to avoid scandal for over three decades. His image is so squeaky clean, in fact, that the uh, QAnon brain geniuses, they concluded that there's simply no way that this could be. This man must clearly be a devil-worshipping member of the Illuminati. Mm. But he's not. He's just a, a good actor that almost nobody has any issues with. Now, uh, his son, on the other hand, though, no, not Colin Hanks, oh. who's a also a talented actor and filmmaker with a respectable career under his belt and basically zero scandals whatsoever. Also an avid LAFC fan who I have seen and met multiple times down at the stadium. Oh. Uh, no, we're, we're talking about Tom Hanks' second son, Chester Hanks, <laughs> a.k.a. Chet, who brings balance to the Hanks universe by channeling all of the Hollywood dumb guy energy that his father and older brother have somehow managed to avoid. Yeah, he's the uh, sort of sacrificial... Uh, yes, he's the lightning rod for he, all of that. He is. Now, for starters, Chet Hanks first landed on most people's radar about 10 years ago when, under the rap name Chet Hayes, he released White and Purple, a cover of Wiz Khalifa's song Black and Yellow, but with Chet rapping about how much he likes doing frat guy shit at Northwestern University. And as far as we know, he got into that university on his own accord... Front door. Yeah, sure. Totally legit. Uh, overnight, people went from not knowing Chet Hanks exists to being utterly confused by his entire existence. And that confusion has persisted for the last decade. Yeah. Now, I, I do want to say that I only know that Colin Hanks exists because of the movie Orange County. Yeah, he, that was his first breakout role, but he had a, he had a great run on uh, Fargo. He was on Fargo, one. that's right, that's um, right. And he had a nice little guest role on Mad Men, a small role, but he, he did a great job mm -hmm. at it. He's a very respectable guy. He, he makes documentaries. He did a documentary about Tower Records, and mm -hmm. uh, he's involved in a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Seems like a, a decent dude. Yeah, and looks just like his father. He looks exactly like his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so during this past decade of Chet Hanks, Chet has released a lot more music, all of which is terrible. And it's terrible in that specific way that's only possible through nepotism. Mm -hmm. Like, it's that specific kind of bad where clearly a lot of money and effort went into this, but it's just, it's still bad. Yeah, like, despite having access to limitless uh, yeah. music production and talent, uh, some people just aren't made for making yeah. music. But also just, like, exuding confidence. Like, he believes that he's making some yeah, groundbreaking shit here. kind of goes against that old theory of if you do anything with confidence, you could be passable at it. I mean, I guess music and I, probably sports are two things where that doesn't really count. Yeah, I don't know if there's any real, like, Chet Hayes fans out there. Yeah, I think it's but, uh, I, that must mostly, like, be stricken, uh, straight to business. Like, in business, if you walk the walk and talk the talk, you can pretty you get pretty far. I mean, he has, like... This guy's got a career. Like, he's making money. Not off the music so much, but he's yeah. doing all right. And, uh, yeah, even when he's not rapping, uh, he has also managed to embarrass himself and tarnish his family's legacy uh, nearly every time that he's spotted in the wild. Mm -hmm. For example, in 2012, Chet's relatively unknown younger brother, Truman Hanks... Had no idea that existed. Uh, yeah. Uh, Truman Hanks decided to do a Reddit AMA and Ask Me Anything, which was mostly unremarkable until an account named Chet Hayes popped in to comment... Love you, bro. 
Um, and then when people looked at that account's comment history, it was almost entirely comments left on porn <laughs> posts. <laughs> a regular like, Ken Bone. R slash gone wild, like, uh, and uh, great comments, uh, such as, you got to be kidding, girl. That ass is amazing. I mean, he's supportive, uh, positive. Uh, yeah, very, uh, all positive comments. Yeah. Uh, no beautiful human submarines like Ken no, Bone? Nothing weird like that. Just Chet, like, being horny on Maine. Yeah. Um, Chet quickly tweeted from his Twitter account denying that this Reddit account was actually him, but also around that exact same time, the Chet Hayes Reddit account was deleted. So, eh, probably him, if I had to guess. I, it is amazing, though, that Tom and Colin, that just so generally perfect uh, that... Everyone could just like, yeah, but it, it, he's the black sheep of the family. Yeah, it, he, we get it. No, no, no we, we lo, Tom, love you. His profile, uh, his uh, whoever does his management, his talent management, his profile on their site, it literally says like Chet describes himself as the black sheep of the Hanks family. At least he's ex- embracing it. He seems very self-aware in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, and uh, as you'll see through the. The but also very here. unself-aware in a lot yeah, of ways. He, he teeters back and forth because he, he's he been doing, like, you know, vlog-type things where it's like, he's in on it, but is he? Like, it's... It, he's operating on a completely different, like, level than anyone in his position I've ever seen before. It's like how Joaquin Phoenix tried to go crazy. Yeah. Except this feels more genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's worth pointing that uh, pointing out that despite being a constant source of cringe and target of ridicule, uh, Chet Hanks, he doesn't seem to be phased by his haters. You can't, yeah. Uh, laugh all you want at this textbook example of a Hollywood fail son. You can't hurt Chet Hanks because Chet Hanks doesn't care what you think. And, and that's, it's refreshing, honestly. And to be fair, Chet Hanks, he's a surprisingly decent actor, at least in the smaller roles he's appeared in on shows like Empire and Shameless. He had a little guest spot on Curb. Oh. Uh, a few seasons back as well. It was great. He was the, he was the soldier that Larry David refused to thank for his service. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and he might also even be a decent rapper. It's just that his entire persona and the fact that he's Tom Hanks' son makes it impossible to judge anything he does objectively. Yeah. There's there's actually like a... a I have seen a trend on, on TikTok of uh, like when specifically like indie artists mm. uh, and how like there's a trend of like looking up an indie band on Wikipedia... And then you like you see their name is clickable, which means like their parents did something yeah. Wikipedia worthy. And yeah. it's like surprising how many indie artists. No, uh, nepotism is a lot yeah. bigger in the entertainment business than a lot of people think. Like most actors have at least rich parents, not not necessarily famous yeah. parents, but like in order to have a life where you're pursuing the arts, you need a, a financial safety net that most people don't fucking have. Yes, you are quite literally born on third base in the sense that you don't have to go through the trouble of digging your way up to a certain point where you can do what you want. Yeah, it's a lot easier yeah. to take a risk on a career yeah, yeah. in the arts if your parents are like, yeah, whatever, you're still going to get $100 million when I die. Especially like in this case, it's like, okay, Tom Hanks, he's an actor and director. Uh, I'm not saying he doesn't have anything to do with music. He actually does because he, he owns, owns a record label. Record label. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, even if he was just an actor, you yeah. live in L.A. long enough, you're as big as Tom Hanks, you can be like, um, I don't know, hey, Jimmy Iovine, yeah. do you have, a, like, a, a D-tier producer that my son can use for the weekend? My son, Chet, uh, Chester, he goes by Chet We're now. just trying uh, to keep him busy. I think you met him, uh, you know, at the premiere of uh, the first SpongeBob movie. He's, he's grown up now, tatted up. Yeah. Uh, he he's changed his voice up a bit, and I'm not a huge fan of it. But I love my kids, so uh, you know. What do you think? I mean, look, 
I think Tom Hanks might be a better musician than Chet because he did do the dance on the giant piano. Yeah. Has Chet ever danced on a giant piano? Probably. Yeah, you might be right. Anyway, credibility, it's already kind of a struggle for most white rappers just mm -hmm. on account of the genre. But having a dad who's worth hundreds of millions of dollars and is one of the most famous people on earth, it makes rap credibility basically <laughs> unattainable. Yeah. Especially if you talk and act like you're from the streets and didn't actually grow up in the lap, lap of luxury, which you did. Yes. Um, speaking of which, Chet Hanks, son of Tom Hanks, has previously gotten in a, a little bit of trouble for his constant use of the N-word on social media, which he, at least for a while, refused to apologize for on the grounds that it, quote, unifies the culture of hip-hop across all races. <laughs> Yikes. That's what I'm saying about how good of a person Tom Hanks is, is that he got no flack for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, your, your, son, your is son is using the N-word on Instagram <laughs> a lot. Tom, it's okay. We know you You probably don't like this, uh, so it's fine. He couldn't have learned it from his dad. Absolutely not. not. No. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, rich white dude saying the N-word, <laughs> not, not great. But it's arguably somehow still better than whatever the hell this is. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes, you are saying. Okay, Chet, uh, wh what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, well, uh, after that clip of Chet on the red carpet of the 2020 Golden Globes went viral and attracted <laughs> predictable amounts of criticism, uh, he posted this video the following day. Yo, big up the youth them way out of Kingston. I wake up this morning and I see the thing turn up. Internet gone mad. Respect, you don't know. I soon forward a yard. Booyaka, booyaka. That's <laughs> Tom Hanks' son, everybody. <laughs> Again, a, a picture of Colin Hanks yeah. and a picture of Chet Hanks. And yes, there is some uh, portion of watching Chet Hanks talk or rap that pulls you away from the Hanks family and believing that they're uh, related. Yeah. But Colin Hanks is like, you took Tom Hanks' DNA and like literally created him in a lab. He's a clone. Yeah. Chet is, I don't know what Chet is. Yeah. He's Tom's son, but and you know something what? else happened there. We're, we're making fun, but I bet Tom loves this child just as much as any of the other I, I looked at like interviews. The interviews with Colin Hanks are actually especially funny because like every time Chet doesn't get in the news, anytime, Colin's out there like promoting his fucking documentaries and they're like, hey, so uh, what's your relationship like with your brother Chet? And he's just like, oh yeah, that's that's Chet. I love, love my brother. You know, he, he does things. He beats, he marches at the beat of his own <laughs> drum. Our Chet. Yeah. Got it. Love Chet. Great mm -hmm. guy. Got, yeah. got a great work, work ethic. <laughs> he, he's Giving it 100%. Yeah. I mean, you got to say. Yeah. Look, uh, Chet, he's still, like we said, seems to be completely immune yeah, to criticism. Yeah, like the whole internet's like, what the fuck did you do, Chet? He's like, oh, I see you like my video. <laughs> that That's no, what's like. No, Chet. I, I, it was, uh, uh, he doesn't care. Yeah. So he's not going to get canceled for doing a Jamaican accent because what? <laughs> he doesn't care. What? What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. People are talking about, uh, I, don't, I don't know. He just, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm guessing you love that is what he says, and he yeah. gives you more of it. Oh, you liked it? He seems to be getting some, some attention. I'll do, I'll do the voice again <laughs> for you. Now, something especially fascinating about Chet Hanks is that despite doing shit that seems racist, he does it in a way that's so completely devoid of malice that it's hard to get mad. 
Yeah. Uh, especially since he seems incapable of ever understanding why anyone would have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird. It's like when people on like someone on Twitch will just be like rapping a song and accidentally say it. You're like, uh, okay, like not great, but <laughs> you've learned your lesson. Yeah. You, you get you get one. You, now you realize that it's wrong. Maybe you should pay more attention to what you're saying and don't say that. Yeah, I mean, if you if you were dropped onto the earth with no context about like <laughs> fucking anything, yeah. and you heard rap music and you liked it and you're singing along to it. What? You would be a bit confused why some of those lyrics might be uh, seen as problematic for you to say. Something. It was a, a very interesting experience when I saw Kendrick Lamar play live at Coachella because the whole I, crowd. Did. No, <laughs> <laughs> I you know, a would come up and everyone would be like, whoa, and I'd just go. Like, look around, see. And yeah, there was a lot of it. There's yeah. certainly no shortage of people who continue to sing. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, a very unique experience, I'll say that. Um, now, to be clear, Chet Hanks is fully aware that he is, in fact, a white man. Or, as one might say, a white boy. Yeah. Which brings us to the present. Now, the reason we are gathered here today to talk about Chet Hanks is that he has declared, he has decreed, yeah. that the summer of 2021 will officially be White Boy Summer. <laughs> okay. Now, what does that even mean? White Boy Summer. What are you talking about, uh-huh. you ask? Now, we we shouldn't explain it. Yeah, let's, we, sh- we should let Chet let's explain. Let Chet Hanks yeah. explain White Boy Summer. Hey, guys. Um, look, I just wanted to tap in really quick. I just got this feeling, man, um, that this summer is uh, it's about to be a White Boy Summer. You know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about, like, Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR-type white. I'm talking about, you know, you know, me, um, John B., Jack Harlow-type white boy summer. You know what I mean? Let me know if you guys uh, can vibe with that and uh, get ready, you know, because I am. So, <laughs> all right, um, chat. That doesn't actually explain a whole lot about what you mean by white boy summer. I I, I uh, love his confidence. He's ready for it. He is ready for whatever the hell that means. Uh, I don't know any of the people that he named either. So uh, yeah, so he, we do know he's not talking about Trump white. He's not tra- talking about NASCAR white, but rather white in the way that uh, rapper Jack Harlow, singer John B, and uh, of course Chet Hanks himself are white. But that still leaves a lot of questions, including like why Chet seems almost kind of like afraid of this premonition that he's had. Yeah. For, he's like, he's almost not declaring White Boy Summer. He's just like, guys, I got a, I got I'm, a feeling that something's coming. Yeah. I, I, it you sounds know, like a threat. I got a sense that White Boy Summer, whatever that is, yeah. I just like, I woke up today and I, I But he's also trying earth. to caution you that it might not be bad because, you know, it's more like him than a Trump, yeah, a Trump listen, White Boy Summer. Listen, listen, it's, it's going to be okay. I know, I don't like uh, that he's putting down the NASCAR fans as a, an aficionado myself. Yeah, uh, they're not allowed to have a, a nice summer too? Yeah. I guess not. Uh, anyways, uh, thankfully, after Chet's initial very cryptic statement on White Boy Summer, he logged on to clarify things a bit further and also do that uh, very endearing, lovable Jamaican accent once again. Fuck it. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Woke up this morning. Internet gone mad again. Sheesh. Um, but I just want to drop a few uh, rules and regs for uh, the White Boy Summer. Okay, rule number one. Uh, to all my white boys out there, no plaid shirts, okay? I can't be looking like a picnic table out here, boys. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Leave that shits at home. The uh, Vineyard Vines and, you know, Ralph Lauren or whatever the fuck. Leave that shit at home. Uh, just put on a black tee, a white tee, you know what I mean? Keep it simple. Uh, rule number two, 
no Sperry topsiders. That's not the kind of white boys we're talking about, dog. Okay? Uh, get yourself some Vans, some some Jordans. I'm not really a sneakerhead, but, you know, feel it out. Uh, and uh, there'll be more rules coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. No calling girls smoke shows. Okay? Okay? That, that term is, uh, it's played out, dude. And you can't just see a hot chick and be like, dude, you see that fucking dude? It's a fucking smoke show, dude. Fucking smoke, dude. Okay? That's over with. Oh, yeah. And anything salmon colored, wardrobe, burn it. Burn that shit. Don't ever wear that again. Okay? Bottom line here, gentlemen, is it's time for us to evolve. Okay? Period. It's time for us to, you know, grow from a Pikachu to a Raichu. You dig. You know what I mean? Church. All right. Well, I, I actually agree with him on a lot of those points. Yeah. Uh, sucks we can't, you know, I mean, Kaylee McEnany doesn't work for the White House anymore, but... She does not. And we, as we saw with her no makeup <laughs> uh, press conference, not as much as the smoke show as initially thought. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree. Like the, yeah, the Sperry Topsiders, the Salmon Colors. I think yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot you can agree with there. Yeah. These are sensible, you know. Suggestions. I don't know who would be wearing a plaid shirt during summer. That's more of a fall, winter, yeah. button-down kind of situation but plaid like short sleeve like a fucking 1950s dad on the grill that's all yeah, I, I don't know I'm thinking, I'm thinking I, you know what I'm thinking I'm thinking uh, uh, like a golf polo nice yeah. and breathable that I, might be fine right I don't know if Chet would be down with that he does like golf I am like I, I how old is Chet he is 30 years old oh my god I, okay <laughs> never mind I thought he was like, well, I'm a bit older he this. is 30 years old and a father to a little no. girl yeah. wow yes <laughs> okay so yeah look uh no flannels, uh, just white and black tees. Uh, no Sperry Topsiders, just Vans, Chucks, or Jordans. But who knows? He's not a sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. That's up to you for to decide, <laughs> Interpret, I guess. Interpret, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Interpret uh, for yourself. Any salmon-colored clothing, uh, throw that away. You uh, literally no, have to set it on fire. No more smoke shows. It was. Yeah. I think it was fun that he called. Uh, he's like, don't see a hot chick and call her a smoke show. Yeah. Kind of the same, <laughs> but I guess whatever. Uh, yeah, we've used the term because it sounds ridiculous, and that's why we're used, we've used the term yeah. before. Uh, Chet actually seems like the kind of guy who would unironically say smoke show a lot. So it's refreshing that he's banning its use for White Boy Summer. So no that... smoke show. Yeah. What, what day does White Boy... I don't, I don't think he's, like, said when White Boy Summer starts. I'm assuming just, you know, when normal seasonal summer so, starts. But it could be right now. I mean, he's uh, he's over in Venice Beach, and it looks like summer. So Maybe, like, uh, Father's Day? <laughs> Since he's a dad, I mean... Happy All White right. Boy Summer, Dad. And don't you get me some fucking Sperry's. No. It's white boy summer, son. We don't wear Sperry's <laughs> Give me Sperry's a pack of anymore. Black Hanes t-shirts. <laughs> if I oh. see anything salmon colored, it's going in the fire bin. <laughs> so, okay, the specifics of white boy summer do mostly remain a mystery, but uh, the concept does seem to be catching on, at least in the way that anything involving Chet Hanks catches on. People are confused, amused, slightly offended, <laughs> yeah. and uh, wondering how the hell this guy is Tom Hanks' son. Yeah. But uh, throughout this weekend, Shed Hanks has periodically posted videos to his Instagram attempting to uh, flush out this whole white boy summer concept and also promote his upcoming acting workshop. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's up, loved ones? Wow, white boy summer going up. It's fantastic. I love to see it. Thanks for making that a thing. Uh, You know, they've been asking me, Chet, if it's going to be a white boy summer, does that make it a black queen summer for you? And I said, "Uh, do you know me? Because if you did, you know that's all year round. (laughs) respectfully but uh yeah if you want to know more about the white boy summer hit the link in my bio and register for actors advantage my acting community i'm dropping where i'll be sharing all the game all the gems on how to get into the game and actually make a living from being a working actor in film and television if that's something you're interested in you know what i mean so uh hop on the right foot 
and uh, make your next move your best move if you know what's good for you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everyone have a great Saturday. Peace, love, and light. Bye. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Step one of the, the Chet Hanks method is um, have you have a dad who has won several Academy Awards. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't feel very confident. I don't think he's really the guy to be going to for advice about this. I feel like anyone who signs up for the Chet Hanks uh, School of Acting just wants to be friends with Chet Hanks. I mean, I w- it would be cool to see more of his just like general philosophy on life. Yeah, he's probably got a lot to say about that. Yeah, yeah. But as respectfully, for, respect, respectfully. <laughs> I also like his non-emotional, <laughs> emotional, uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's got some quirks. Uh, but like he, I said, he's I th- basically Ollie G in real life, but he respects women. Yes. He's not racist, uh-huh. and it's all very. Black Queen Summer all year round. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, lo- <laughs> I, I, I really think that this is uh, the acting thing with Chet Hanks is more of a you pay $250 and you get to be my friend for like a weekend. And, yeah. and if we hit it off, we can hang out together. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. And if that's. That sounds like a good time. He, he seems like a fun guy to hang out with. I don't know. He's just kind of walking around and sitting in his car making videos. But I mean, he, he's probably like the king of Venice. I feel like I, I don't go to Venice Beach often at all because it's hard to get to, especially from where I live. But uh-huh. like, it just seems like he's walking around all day. He probably knows everyone. They're like, hey, Chad, how you doing? <laughs> Hear me now. Uh, again, Chad, like we talked about before, maybe a little less. A little that. insensitive. <laughs> Maybe maybe keep the patois to a minimum, but hey, good to see you. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so he he's also he's been adding a lot more rules and regs, <laughs> rules and regs to White Boy Summer over the weekend. It's not just clothing. He's also he's he's talked about you know the types of booze that are going to be consumed at parties during White Boy Summer and the sort of standards you should have for that, mm-hmm. and also the types of behavior that will and will not be tolerated. Uh, here's just a bunch more of Chet Hanks outlining. The white boy summer that awaits us. Hey, check this out. You know what's not white boy summer? This is the epitome of not white boy summer, is having any ill will or prejudice towards anybody from a different background, race, walk of life than you, you know? Having any ill will whatsoever towards anybody that's different from you, that's not white boy summer, dude. Hey, okay, so we got some uh, new rules and regulations for the white boy summer. Someone put forth the proposition that we ban all backwards hats. (laughs) I shut that shit down real quick. Backwards hats are and will remain good. But um, what is very, very iffy and what I'm getting very close to banning is all dad hats, but there are exceptions. If the individual has a clean fade, then he may rock a dad hat, preferably backwards, because as soon as you rock a dad hat forwards, you're really starting to border on not white boy summer. White boys, it is not white boy summer to get all drunk and sweaty and you know, sunburn and your face booze breath and going up to people that you barely fucking know and getting all in their personal space. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's a dude that you think is not your best friend or a girl that you're trying to hit on. It's not white boy summer to be going up to people with our booze breath, (laughs) all breathing, breathing on them and shit. And treating people like like they're our closest friends and family when we've only known them for five minutes. We gotta stop that shit, guys. We gotta do better. People asking me about sandals, flip-flops. Flip-flops are good, especially if they're the Gucci ones. Rock them with some socks, whatever. It's cool, sweatpants. It's all good. But what's not good are the fucking, those little funky-ass 
fucking rainbows and the reef ones, dude, with the bottle opener on the bottom. You know what I'm talking about. We all got that friend who wears those funky-ass flip-flops with everything, dude. Nighttime, daytime, with pants, jeans. Like, bro, get a different thing for your foot, dude. Oh, yeah, Birkenstocks are banned. That shit ain't kosher. Guys, I know this might hurt the pocketbook a little bit, but... Like for all, you know, kickbacks, pregames, ragers, whatever. You know what I mean? No more bush light, natty ice, those cheap ass fucking plastic flimsy bottles of God knows what kind of vodka and tequila. Guys, that shit cannot continue. That's not white boy summer, dude. Spend the extra dollar, get some name brand shit, get the Bud Light, don't get the bush. And fucking get a fucking bottle of Stoli. You know what I mean? A Svedka. You could get a fucking Svedka at least. Then those little plastic ass disgusting fucking off-brand vodkas and shit. They should be cleaning fucking jet engines with that shit or something. You know? Like not fucking disinfecting like urinals, dude. Not fucking drinking it. Come on, guys. We gotta elevate. Chet Hanks for LA Mayor. I mean, honestly... I'm. I mean, as the, the our current mayor, it couldn't get worse. Huge, huge disappointment. Yeah. I feel like Chet Hanks like might actually do a better job yeah. than Eric Garcetti. Yo, cops! Why are you kicking people out of the park for being homeless? That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Uh, Fucked vibes. He, at, at the very least, I want to see a uh, Chet Hanks summer concert series. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if he DJs, but he seems like the kind of guy who like does it as a hobby. Like he's got he, decks. Yeah. And like yeah. really good techniques uh-huh. at home. Yeah. So, yeah. maybe. Uh, I mean, a lot of that is decent, sensible advice. Uh, except for the part where Chet insists that country music will be a big part of White Boy Summer. Yeah, um, you know, nothing against country music. It's just the his choice of, like, Nashville Top 40. I'm like, I don't know. It just doesn't... This seems kind of out of left field, Chet. I mean, to be fair... He already said no NASCAR and no Trump. Pop country music is literally made for White Boy Party yeah, scenarios. that is true. So... yeah. I don't know. Uh, just, it really seems to be out of left field given everything else. Uh, but the thing about Chet Hanks is that despite being a textbook douchebag who, as a, again, 30-year-old dad, is uh, too old to be acting like this, uh, he, he's all about positivity and love. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just impossible to get all that upset or offended at anything this guy does. Uh, again, because it doesn't seem malicious. No. He doesn't have a mean bone in his body. He... Earnestly, earnestly believes in all this. Yeah, and it's like he's also he's the kind of guy that like if he was gonna get me too, it would have fucking happened already. So mm-hmm. it seems, I, if I had to guess, it sounds like he respects women, which is uh, which is good. I mean, he Tom Hanks seems like he raises children, right? Like I just, just think like it's be some, who we, be who you want to be, son. And this is this is what Chester wanted to be. I yeah, because I feel like well, Colin Hanks is older. Mm-hmm. I feel like Chet, since he's close to us in age. Probably grew up on fucking Eminem and all that shit. Yeah. It was like, that's what I want to do. I want to do that, Dad. And Tom Hanks, being a good dad, he didn't say, no. No, you go to college. No, he said, oh, you want to create art like your father and your older brother? Well, Chet, sure. Pick a goal and do it well. Mm-hmm. Here's the giant piano. <laughs> but he starts playing like Forgot About Dre on it. Yeah. Doon, doon, doon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... Chet, though, he's, he's just a white rapper of immense privilege who seems to spend his days roaming Venice Beach shirtless, sharing his thoughts on Instagram with a world that is only paying attention to him because of who his dad is and how strange this all is. Yeah. And he is living his very odd life to the fullest. 
Does he live in Venice Beach? He has to, because that's... He's, it's quite a... It's all, a place that you, it, it takes a long time to get to if you don't live there. Yeah, all of his posts are him at, like, the Gold's Gym on the beach and just, like, walking around the boardwalk. A few of his music videos have been filmed on the Venice boardwalk. So, bare minimum, his uh, house or townhome is $5 million. Oh, easily. It is <laughs> yeah. a very expensive neighborhood. Look, after the year that we've all had, it's important to have things to look forward to. And if white boy summer is what gets you through the end of this pandemic, then by God, so be it. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited if... if if Chet Hanks can steer this white boy summer ship better than that Suez uh, captain. That's true. And he can keep this shit on the level and keep it positive. Uh, I'm kind of excited for white boy summer. So I'm excited to see what comes out of this. Uh, Believe me, I there's nothing I've been looking forward to more than going to a pool in like Palm Springs or something. Driving an hour and just yeah. being able to just, I don't know, go for a swim or something. So... You know, now you have DJ puts on some Brad Paisley. Yeah. Then that's up to them. And now we I mean, we've all been stuck inside all like the last year. Like, it's good that Chet is giving us like wardrobe tips on like how to dress. How to dress. Once we're back out in the world. I've got the lots of black dogs. shirts, so I'm good to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I I think I can fit in. I think I can fit in. All right. I'll see you guys at White Boy Summer. No, someone's going to be like, hey, old man. <laughs> I mean, I, I we are older than Chet, but uh, yes, I mean, Chet's old, too. Yeah, but he's living like he's young. He's got a, yeah, he's got a young spirit. Yeah, a very young spirit. Anyways, uh, moving on now. And speaking of broadcasting your thoughts to the world, a great example of what the opposite of Chet Hanks' positivity and mindset might sound like was a, a recent rant by a Southwest Airlines pilot who didn't realize he had an open mic with air traffic control and therefore ended up being recorded by the people who listen to air traffic control streams for fun. I don't understand it. That's your thing. People but, uh, are super into it yeah. and super into the flight sims, and they fly it like they are real, you know. Yeah. Anyway, here's the audio that they, they managed to capture from this guy. Yeah, fuck this place. Goddamn liberal fucks. Fucking weirdos. Probably driving around that fucking Hyundai. Fuck it. Fuck it. Lower shit. I go slow as fuck. Calling on tower. That's uh, one two four one zero. Hi, Mike. If you don't have balls in this, you're fucking rolling coal, man. God damn it. No. All right. So, honestly, it kind of rules how like just simply being near San Francisco, the Bay Area, pisses this pilot off mm -hmm. so much. He'd rather just be back at home rolling coal in his truck. But no, he's stuck at work as a pilot, <laughs> flying people up to San Francisco where everyone's a liberal weirdo who drives a Hyundai. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, I, I, apparently pilots aren't allowed to like use air traffic control radios for anything except like what it's intended for. So it sounds like the FAA is investigating this and uh, might have to discipline the pilot. Which honestly, that's just more liberal Hyundai driving bullshit if you ask us. When I first heard this audio, I thought that uh, he got in trouble because he was broadcasting open mic to the plane. I wish and yeah. not the thing. But yeah, this makes made more sense uh, now. But because yeah. uh, it would have been just funny. If he landed and everyone just mean mugged him the yeah. entire time, just like, hey, fuck you, buddy. I'm, I'm kind of shy, surprised that you never hear about that happening. Leaving the mic on? Yeah. yeah. These passengers are fucking stupid. There's got to be like a light that's like on that tells them or something. Yeah, I guess. The, the stewards and stewardess walk up and are like, hey, shut that shit off. Uh, anyway, speaking of big trucks and rolling coal, People often joke that dudes who are into that sort of thing are overcompensating for something, and that something is having a small penis. But uh, what's crazy is that rolling coal may actually be shrinking men's penises and making them less virile. Okay, not 
directly, but according to a new book by scientist Dr. Shanna Swan titled Countdown, environmental pollution is making penises smaller and lowering sperm counts. Yes, yeah, so the overall premise of this book seems to be that chemicals in our air, water, and food are making humans less fertile, and that humanity is heading towards like the premise of Children of Men or The Handmaid's Tale, where humans are mostly infertile, which is a horrifying thing to think about. But, you know, obviously, the part about the shrinking dongs, that's what's drawn the most attention and most headlines in the news. Um, doesn't seem to have much corroboration from other scientists who study these things, so I don't know how much weight you should put in this, but it is enough to make even the most rugged, coal-rolling man maybe think twice about rolling that coal. Or not. Probably not. Our big dick, big dick toilet business in shambles. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just the, this is Earth getting back. They're like, oh, this species is hurting me? Well, guess what? I'm going to make your dicks not work. Yeah. And then bye-bye. 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 Anyway, speaking of dicks, uh, something we missed uh, somehow in our earlier coverage of the Suez Canal situation is that the Ever Given, the massive ship that currently is stuck blocking the entire Suez Canal, uh, drew a dick in the ocean right before getting itself stuck. We mentioned it very briefly on News Dump, but uh, didn't yeah. explain what was happening. Yeah. Uh, this kind of shape, it seems like it would be really difficult to draw with a ship the size of a skyscraper, especially by accident. Um, so it is pretty strange. Um, maybe the reason that it got stuck right after that was because everyone was just laughing so hard about drawing a giant oh dick on the ocean. Oh, my God. We did it. We did it. Just just adding more pollutants to the water for yeah. no reason other than a prank. Look, we got to wait out here for our turn on the canal, so let's see if we can do it. I have been just loving all of the memes because it's like it is kind of a catastrophe, but also it's really funny. It's just very it's, – it's this very – Dumb, simple problem that is just fucking over the global economy. Yes. Like, it's, it's just funny. It's funny. It's, it's hard not to laugh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyways, to update you on the Suez Canal situation, uh, there's really not much to share. It's still stuck, and global cargo shipping between Asia and the Mediterranean is still a matter of either waiting around for things to get fixed or spending nearly two weeks sailing all the way around the continent of Africa, which mm-hmm. is... Um, like, the coast of Namibia is called, like, the Boneyard because the, the surf there is so dangerous. Like, yeah, so anywhere, it's, like, it's below, pretty unsafe. Anywhere, like, that far down is apparently pretty treacherous. Like, the, like the, 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 uh, the way that people take to go from South America to Antarctica is, like, one of the most treacherous. Yeah. And so it's so, uh, uh, not, yeah. probably not a lot of fun. It's not just an inconvenience for, like, timing. It's also, like, a lot more dangerous. Also, apparently, like, uh, one of the big... Uh, merchandise things that it's going to be affected here in America is apparently Ikea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, Ikea's going to, you know, uh, you're not going to be able to get your flat pack Ikea furniture yeah. as quickly as you thought. Sorry, but what a story it'll have. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, there's tugboats and diggers that are working day and night to free the ever given. And they have reportedly achieved moderate success trying to get it unstuck. They've managed to wiggle it, but it's still stuck. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, everyone involved seems to be very cautious about getting anyone's hopes up about this, which is probably smart. Where is Elon Musk? Yeah. Where is yeah, he? Yeah, wait a second. I have a feeling that he'd be able to solve this problem pretty easily. Just use your little boy submarine somehow. Yeah. I don't know. You put it under it and then uh, inflate it and lift it up. Or attach the boat to a SpaceX rocket. Yes. And just, you know, attach uh-huh. it and detach it at the right time and... Could no, work. take one of the rockets and attach it to the front of the boat. Yeah. And then thrust and then turn. Yeah. Pivot. How Pivot! About how about that? 
Why are you doing anything? And th this is the one thing where, uh, like, human life is not involved. No. So feel free to fuck Do whatever. Around. Like, I, I'm, I hope they end up having to like destroy this ship, like blow it up, like the like a beach whale or something. Yeah. Or like chop it up into pieces. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that would be hilarious. But before that, we need to get Elon Musk on the case. Yeah. I am curious what he like. I'm telling you, put a rocket on one of the sides. Yeah. Come on, Elon. Yeah. Anyway, they're still apparently placing most of their hope in the fact that there is a full moon tonight. Mm -hmm. And that means that the tide will rise slightly, hopefully enough that it dislodges this big stupid ship. But, you know, it's, <laughs> imagine, up, it's up to God now. Imagine being on like the, what do they call where the captain stands? The bridge? I don't know. Yeah. Sounds right. Uh, imagine being there and they're like, the moon is right. The tide is high. Give it all she's got. And everyone's just watching. Come and on. <laughs> tug. Tug harder. It, it's got, I, like, if they are not filming this, if they are not filming this, and if it dislodges, and I don't get to see the reaction of yeah. everyone in the room, then this whole thing is pointless. They should have never got it stuck in the first place. They did, uh, like, when they moved the ship a couple inches, you heard all, all the tugboats were sitting on their horns, like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I love tugboats are this, like, it, they're so important, but so silly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, in every, like, uh, uh, like animated adaptation, a tugboat is just like, duh. I'm just a boat. <laughs> I pull other bigger boats. Update. The ship is no longer stuck. Meanwhile, uh, this trend of blocking traffic seems to be catching on. Uh, over in China, a truck from the same evergreen shipping company as the ship that's stuck in the Suez <laughs> ended up broken down across multiple lanes of a highway, blocking traffic, presumably as a show of solidarity with its, <laughs> its nautical brother yeah. across the world. And uh, over in Florida, a car crash on the highway resulted in a large boat that was being towed, ending up beached on the highway, blocking several lanes of traffic. So it um, seems that turning your vehicle perpendicular, whether it's a land vehicle or sea vessel, it's the hottest trend right now, folks. Or rather, second hottest if you count White Boy Summer. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting on Chet 20, Hanks. 2021? Yeah, White Boy Summer, end of the pandemic, yeah. and everyone was sitting sideways. Someone someone, uh, someone, tagged Chet on Instagram saying, hey, Chet, is, uh, is blocking traffic, like, is that a yes or a no for White Boy Summer? <laughs> what do you think? We need to send Chet Hanks and Elon Musk over to the Suez Canal. Oh, that's a real brain trust. I, I bet they could really come up with some off-the-wall ideas. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to COVID news. Uh, early in the pandemic, we talked a lot about a few inventions that uh, aimed uh, specifically at solving the problem of eating and drinking while wearing a mask. Uh, uh, horrifying, horrifying yeah, inventions. Yeah, not, not fun to look at. Basically, the solution was normal surgical masks, but with an opening for the mouth, which looks stupid as hell and also defeats the entire purpose of wearing a mask. I mean, these didn't really catch on for obvious reasons. But inventors are still trying to solve this unsolvable problem. And uh, the latest example comes to us from Mexico, the nose-only mask. And as you can see, the nose-only mask is exactly what it sounds like. It's a mask that instead of covering your mouth and nose, only covers your nose. When you're out on the town, you wear your nose mask, but with a second normal mask on top of it. And then when you stop for coffee or a bite to eat, you remove the outer mask, but you keep the nose mask on. And yeah, so basically, as long as you absolutely do not breathe in or out using your mouth at all while eating and drinking, um, assuming that, you're just as protected as before. You get and, to look like a Mad Max And character. you look great while you <laughs> the, the, the the bullet farmer, yeah. was it? Yeah, you get to look great and not silly at all while you're out doing that. Um, it's like a thong for your face. Yeah. Yeah, sort of, I mean, they're trying to go all like modest and functional with this, but like, why not just make it a duck bill? Why yeah. not just go full duck with it? Yeah, I don't Make know. Make me look like a bird. 
I'll tell you one thing I fucking hate about uh, getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. It's like, go get some takeout food, go to the restaurant, and they just have your shit there for you, whatever. Now, yeah. go into the restaurant. There's fucking people in there eating. I walked in, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot. Oh, no, I don't want to. Oh, yeah. oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's not great. So, anyways, uh, before we get into headlines, uh, this episode is sponsored by Bespoke Post. Uh, this spring, as you get back outdoors to explore, take Bespoke Post on all of your adventures. We need to get Chet Hanks at Bespoke Post. Yeah, um, he's got a lot of adventures on his <laughs> With a new lineup of Essentials uh, Box of Awesome collections for guys, uh, it is guaranteed to upgrade your life. Whether you're out taming the wilderness or taking your home bar to pro-level heights or roaming the streets of Venice Beach, <laughs> Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Collections like the Deploy Kit, an everyday carry kit with just about every tool you might need while you're out in the world. Or the Explore Kit, which comes with a backpack, a canteen, a headlamp, and uh, some trail mix that looks quite delicious. Mm-hmm. To get started and to help Bespoke Post pick out the right Box of Awesome for you, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code WEIRD at checkout. That is boxofawesome.com, code WEIRD for 20% off your first box. It's nice to get stuff in the mail. Yeah. A nice surprise, Treat yourself. Mm -hmm. This episode is also sponsored by Manscaped. COVID spring break is right around the corner, and obviously following that... COVID white boy summer. White boy summer. Hopefully no COVID white boy summer. Yeah, true. And uh, look, you know what that means. Spring break in your pants. Uh, Manscaped is here to ensure that the party never stops, even in your pants. Uh, even Veronica Corningstone wouldn't say no to this party. That's hey. an Anchorman reference, yeah, yeah. guys. <laughs> that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, for everyone preparing for a pants party this spring break, Manscaped has an exclusive 20% off discount for you. Waiting at manscaped.com slash weird news. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. This is the best trimmer on the market for those of you in need of a chest or ball shave and features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology. Pioneered by Manscaped. You can also adjust settings to get a length that you like, and you can stay on top of it all with almost no effort at all. So don't ruin any vibes this spring break or upcoming white boy summer with some peaking pubes coming out of your swimsuit. Yeah, inside the perfect package, by the way, you'll find uh, the Manscaped Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Now, you'll also find the Crop Reviver, a spray-on ball toner that's designed to give your boys a little slice of heaven. You get out of the pool... Oh, chlorine, get it off. Go back to the hotel room. Tone things up. Time to go get some more drinks at the bar or something. Yeah. Uh, And for a limited time, guess what? You're going to be going on a trip. You want to get out of the house. It's getting COVID for too long. You're going to need the shed travel bag. Yeah. And you get it for free, and it's worth $39. And uh, you also get the the patented Performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. So get 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash weirdnews. Do yourself a favor and you always use the right tools for the job. That is 20% off plus free shipping if you go to manscaped.com slash weirdnews. Say aloha, which means hello and goodbye, to uh, <laughs> your beautiful balls. Yes. The hair on your balls. Say hello to your little friend. Say hi and then goodbye. All right, time for the headlines part of the show now, starting with some Florida woman news. 
Naked woman pulled from Florida storm drain says she was trapped for three weeks. Are we believing her? They, so she was reported missing three weeks ago, mm -hmm. but also it sounds like this woman has sort of a history of uh, psychiatric issues and also drug use issues. But she claims that she was going for a swim in some canal somewhere in Florida and As you do. saw, saw a, a door that was unlocked led to a tunnel, so she went in the tunnels to explore and immediately got lost, like she was in like the catacombs of Paris or something, and uh, then spent three weeks down there subsisting only off of an unopened bottle of ginger ale that she found in one of the tunnels. And uh, so the, the police are like, she might be exaggerating things. She might have only been down there for a couple of days, but she's in bad shape. We yeah. do need to take her to the hospital. It, very believable, because we used to do this when we were kids in Florida. There'd be like every big neighborhood would have like one giant, like tall enough to walk into yeah. access thing for the entire neighborhood sewer system. Yeah, we'd go and explore exploring in there. And if you didn't have a flashlight, yeah, you'd you'd be kind of fucked. Also, if it starts raining. Yeah, if you start, it raining, can get dangerous. <laughs> also, there very well could be gators because they go can go that, in the same way you yeah, do. Yeah, that's true. Um, it is Florida after all. But yes, yeah, a grown woman. Uh, I don't know. Three weeks. You gonna need some food. Yeah, maybe she ate a gator. Could be. They are delicious. They are. Mm -hmm. Florida mom shows up to daughter's school wearing boxing glove. Fights child, gets arrested. And it's boxing glove singular. Mm -hmm. She only needed one. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of questions in this one. So this lady showed up because her daughter got in trouble with the principal's office. So she showed up to like pick her kid up from school. She had a, she was wearing a boxing glove and they're like, why are you wearing a boxing glove? And she's like, I'm sorry, I accidentally super glued this boxing glove to my hand, so I, I do. Have I used to wear gorilla glue on. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then when you know they went to leave, uh, the daughter decided to go uh, fight whatever girl got her in trouble, and so they were fighting. And then the mom jumped in, and she's like, "Well, I'm already wearing this boxing glove. I guess I'll beat up this child as well." And Perfect so, timing. Uh, yeah, so now she's in pretty serious trouble for uh, fighting a child. Yeah, I mean, uh, as on adult. a scale from this to creating deep fake porn of cheerleaders on your daughter's cheerleading team, I'd say this is pretty low on the... Uh, yeah, this is just a mom standing up for daughter. Yeah. I mean, she was right there. She had the glove. Is it better or worse that she was wearing a glove? I, it's actually better. I know, There's right? a reason they use gloves in boxing. It's well, those are to protect her hands, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> but like bare-knuckle fights, you're going to do some serious damage. Yeah. Although there are arguments uh, otherwise where, like, you take one big hit with a, with a fist, you're going down, uh, and you do less damage than getting repeatedly hit with a gloved hand. Okay. And that's how you get the CTE stuff. That's what I've heard. I might be wrong. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to next headline. Horny DoorDash driver reportedly holds food hostage for sex. Did not work. <laughs> Good. The plan, his plan was not well thought out. It was basically like, hey, I have your food, but I'm not going to give it to you. Unless you have sex with me. Okay. So she just immediately screenshotted that and put it on Twitter and be like, hey, DoorDash, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And yeah. So it didn't, didn't work. But, you know, shoot your shot, I guess. <laughs> no, don't. Actually, no. Don't. Yeah, don't do that. That's bad advice. That, that is, is not white boy summer material right there. Bad. Don't do bad. that. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Uh, you know, white boy summer is about respecting women. Yes. You're not, you're not texting them on DoorDash when you're their, their driver and like. You're supposed to have a professional relationship with your clients. Mm -hmm. You're not calling them smoke shows. Mm -hmm. There you um, go. Yeah. Don't do what that, that that guy did. What would Chet do? Yeah. Don't do what DoorDash driver did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember the five Ds. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do what DoorDash driver did. <laughs> Don't do what DoorDash driver... Okay, six Ds. Yeah. 
A uh, woman dumps shark head she bought for $11 in Ohio River. Apologizes for alarming people. Yeah, she says she bought a shark head at the supermarket to use while fishing. She's like, yeah, I was A playing- real shark head? Yeah. Oh, it was like a smaller shark. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, the head was like this big. Damn. Um, yeah, they had it at the seafood section. In Ohio? I guess. Uh, so she said she was going to go fishing and use the shark head as bait, but it's like... What fucking fish are you don't going she, for? And also, don't you want the bait to be on your line? Because she just, like, tossed the head in there. She's chumming? And then she's like, yeah, it didn't really work. But then it later it floated up on the banks of the river, and hikers were like... The fuck? Why is there a decapitated shark's head here? And then she came on Facebook when she saw it trending. She's like, guys, there's a simple explanation. I bought the, I bought the shark's head to go fishing with, and uh, I thought it sank, and it came back up. That's my bad. Do not be alarmed. The Ohio River is not taming with sharks. You know, what's funny about this, not to keep talking of Florida, but uh, multiple people growing up had, uh, you know it, how you have to keep your pool or hot tub chlorinated? Mm-hmm. Multiple people I knew growing up had realistic looking gator heads that were the floating top of a, oh, a chlorine dispenser. So just like, yeah. but it's totally believable that a gator would be in your pool. Yeah. But people were like, yeah, it's a funny joke. Funny joke, right? Don't call it cops. It's actually just a piece of plastic that's floating. Don't shoot it with an air gun <laughs> yeah. from down the street. Yeah. Pepsi's new flavor has peeps in it. God damn it. Peeps are disgusting. And if every, you like time them, you're we, a every time we talk about peeps, there's freaks in our comments section. You're like, my favorite candy is peeps. You were abused as a child. Yeah. This, is, uh, this sounds gross. I am kind of curious. I do kind of want to try it, but I'm sure it's, it sounds disgusting. And... Uh, I even tried, I, I think it was, like it wasn't but a couple Easter's ago, I felt shamed by people online. They were like, don't just try it. It's probably because you had it when you were a kid. No, and, it's terrible. And, and I tried them again, and I was like, this sucks. It's, it tastes just like chemicals. Yeah. It's probably making your penis smaller. I would, I, you know, probably is. I don't want to say yeah. definitively, because I don't want the peeps people calling us. Anyway, this shit, it's not, they're not selling at retail. You have to enroll in a contest, like with that craft, that pink craft macaroni cheese, which actually... Multiple viewers of ours signed up for the... Uh, one val- of them got it, right? Yeah, well, at least one of our viewers got the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Valentine's Day edition, which mm-hmm. looked disgusting. I didn't, didn't hear back, like, how it tasted, but uh, they did send I'm me sure some pictures. Fine. So that's cool. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to all the, the Peeps fans out there. You did it. If we can get 50,000 likes on this video... I will buy a whole box of peeps for us to eat during an episode. Uh, oh Can we God. make it to fifty thousand likes? Actually, throw up. I, it, I'm gonna. I, well, we'll get a sleeve, a sleeve of peeps. Fifty thousand likes, never gonna happen. So it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. They'll never, they'll never do that, despite mm-hmm. us. Yes. New study finds birds give people as much happiness as money. The next time you're like short on rent, just give your landlord a bird. There you go. I do like birds. Birds are great. They are great. And they, so this based on a study where they found that people who live in places that have a wide variety of bird species around are generally happier. I don't know where they're getting the idea that birds are as valuable to people's happiness as money. Seems, seems I think like it kind of goes hand in hand because if you have the type of birds that are like songbirds and stuff like that, you're probably living in an area that like you already have money. Yeah, the, the correlation causation about this is... Yeah, because uh, no one enjoys a pigeon sitting outside going... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's, People I, I who are believe... living in places that have... Although, I mean, what about uh, what about those vultures in Florida on that... Uh, People love them. The I'm golf so course. happy. Just, just stinking the place up. Just so happy to have yeah, them. Yeah, I don't think that... I don't think so. Anyways, another bird news. Anchorage Costco customers say ravens are stealing their groceries in the parking lot. But they love it, apparently, because it's birds. Yeah. 
they did steal my groceries, and that's money down the drain. But it was just nice to see some birds. Yeah. Ravens are fucking sweet. I see crows all the time. They are cool, and they're huge. Ra- yeah, crows are very intelligent. Yes. Uh, I've tried to get them to, like, come by all the time. Yeah. And I'll go throw, you can like, some seeds them. out. Yeah. You can do what you got to do. I'm is- just not consistent with the time. You have to go, like, every day and do the same thing. Yeah. And apparently, they'll bring you presents. Yeah, they, re- they learn people's faces. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if they like you, they'll bring you, like, pieces of metal and shiny objects. Yeah. If they don't like you, they will dive bomb you, and they will tell all the other crows. They're like, yeah. fuck this guy. If you yeah. see him, fuck him up. Yeah, I've tried. I've tried. I'm just not consistent with the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll get my crow one day. A whole murder of crows A just for me. A whole murder of crows. This British swan won't stop knocking on people's doors for hours on end. Oh, what a joy. Yeah, sounds like a great this bird that makes people happy. Most neighborhoods don't have a swan, but this is uh, just... You know, no luck catching those swans then. Yeah, just the one. Actually. I might be broke, but there's a swan banging on my door 24 hours a day. So oh. things are pretty good, you might say. A friend. Uh, yeah, there's, there's video of this, and it's fucking hilarious. The swan is just like walking up to people's doors and just like banging on their little mail slot, just like wrapping yeah. up. Like it, it's got to be annoying, but yeah. uh, you know, it's a uh, bird. So I'm happy. That swan's lovely to look at when they're out on the water floating around. Not, plus, not so not so fun when they're banging on your door, are they? Plus, it's great because, as I said before, people can use the uh, the hot fuzz quote with the cops, the local cops. Mm-hmm. No luck catching them swans then? Just the one, actually. The one that is knocking on people's yeah. doors. Yeah, just the one. Yeah. You can't escape the smell. Mouse plague grows to biblical proportions across eastern Australia. Oh. So we got the fucking cicadas here in the U.S. Have you seen this New South Wales mouse thing? Uh-uh. So, New South Wales, on the, like, uh, southeast side of Australia, has had a drought for the last several years. But this year, got a lot of moisture. So the crops are growing in. Nice and great. Uh, but with that comes uh, the mouse population is just exploding. And um, it is, it's like, they're like ants. Yeah. Like, thousands of fucking tiny mice just running around. And then they, of course, die eventually. So, you know what dead animals smell like. It's fucking terrible. And, uh... Yeah, it does not look fun. This is uh, this is horrifying. Everyone's like, oh, mice, they're so cute. Yeah, well, how about a million mice yeah. running around like bees? Not so cute. Lots of people in the comments saying that they are very comforted by the sound of cicadas in the summer. Well, isn't that great? But I think that a lot of that is because, yeah, there's a lot of cicadas around in the summer. I don't know if everyone's ready for what's happening this summer. Yeah, this summer they're like everywhere. It's like 10 times. Yeah, it's, it's cicada boy summer for yeah, sure. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. You're like, oh, what is, is that, every, every is seven, that a <laughs> caravan of white boys coming to party, or is that the cicadas? Every 17 years, the white boys awaken from their uh, yeah. slumber. The 17-year-old woods are coming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. Taiwanese man maxes out name change quota for sushi promo, stuck with Salmon Dream as his name. <laughs> okay. He got, he got some free sushi out of it, though, so I don't see what the problem is. Salmon so. Dream, maybe it sounds worse in Chinese, but... Cool name. Yeah. It's a problem. They did say, they're like, he did max out all of his name changes because you, you only get a certain amount. But there's a loophole, according to some Taiwanese lawyer. He's like, so, the only way he can change his name now is if his father also changes his name to Salmon Dream. And then the mm-hmm. son will get one more change because uh, you're allowed to change your name if your dad has the exact same name as you. So he so needs his like, dad to change his name to Salmon Dream and then change it back. They should, yeah, it's like well, like an Xbox. You change your name. And they're like, okay, you get a couple more name changes. Yeah. They should have like a Steam where it shows all the past ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Analysis. Mass shootings signal a dubious back to normal in America. And yeah, I mean, it's, it fucking sucks, but that's... It, there's been like a, a mass shooting every day for the past two weeks. It's fucked and up. And one like uh, potentially catastrophic thwarted one that was crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. In Atlanta where the... the there's the, just a guy was just in using the bathroom. bathroom and he yeah. heard someone like loading uh, uh, an assault weapon. Like what? I'm just shopping with my 20 guns that I'm loading. Yeah, we were talking on Discord like the, the, the defense would be like, well, I brought all my guns in with me because yeah, they're, they're more safe with me than in the car. It's the state of Georgia. I'm a, I was a man not allowed to own guns and take them with him when he goes places. Yeah, it's a... Uh, that. I mean... But what else would he be doing it for? That was definitely a mass shooting that was about uh, to happen. Yeah, it, that, it, that's, it was scary. But yeah, I mean, it's like people have all this pent-up energy. And Coming people are going back out in public, and, and yeah, it's it's it sucks. Like when school gets back. It sucks back that this in, is what signifies uh, us getting back to normal. Yeah, no, it's 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 awful. Because mm-hmm. 2020, probably the least amount of mass shootings um, we've had in... 20, 30 years? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but hey, America's reopening, and that means um, potentially getting gunned down by a stranger while going about your day. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, that's the price of freedom, folks, so... You don't like it? Go to. Uh, why don't you move to Europe, where uh, they, they won't have me. Where, <laughs> yeah. They won't take me. They really won't. Uh, anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. We'll be back uh, for more next week. But please set your calendars. We're gonna put up a, a link tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are screening again a real Hollywood movie on our channel. Not just doing a watch along. It'll you can be, watch the movie. The movie will be shown on our screen. Yes, we have to clarify that. But yeah. it's uh, it's the uh, documentary about Pepe the Frog. It's called Feels Good Man. We're going to be talking with the filmmakers afterwards. That's going to be uh, 6 p.m. April 3rd on Saturday. So, reminder, we would love for as many people to show up as possible. Thank you so much. And uh, please watch our most recent episodes of uh, News Stuff about the Cicadas and Tech News Day about Amazon workers uh, pissing in bottles. Please there enjoy.